Cut the music. What I like to have right now is for all you fat, out of shape, podcast listening sweat hogs. Keep the noise down as Boot to the Face puts on their What a Maneuver t-shirts and shows your ladies what a real sexy podcast looks like. Hit the music. Show man Randy Savage, you are nothing but garbage, yeah. Careful you don't hurt your neck again going through those ropes. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the celebration of episode 100 of this podcast we like to call Boot to the Face. Chris Rucker, Marty Vasquez. Marty, this is the 100th time we have done this. There's no prep. There's no show rundown. We're just going to drink. Reminisce, we might talk about what's happening right now, like Mandy Rose being on TV with a new haircut. We're not going to talk about that right now because I ain't watching it right now. It's a new era for Mandy Rose and for Boot to the Face. (laughs) So what we're going to do, Marty, in order to celebrate, we're going to say thank you to Tatiana for this. And we are going to crack open an El Segundo Brewing Company Broken Skull IPA in celebration of episode 100, Marty. Hot damn. Oh, buddy. Cheers, Cheers, brother. Cheers. Wait, wait, wait. We got to do that again. I got to get a picture of that because I'm lame. There we go. Got to put that label out. Put that label out. Oh, I'm taking the picture of mine and you get the. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. Oh, yeah, to episode 100. I think I love that shit right there. So here's what we're going to do, Marty. We're going to talk a little wrestling. We're going to talk a little podcasting. We may have an announcement or two with some exciting news from full press coverage and ourselves along with Talkamania and a couple other podcasts. But first, Marty, when you think of Boots to the Face, episode 100, What do you? What's the first thing you think about? Santana Garrett. I, I mean, is that not always the first thing that pops up? <laughs> we got to take a drink. There Just we go. go. <laughs> oh man, first things. You know what? It's fitting that I'm just what how full circle shit is right now. Uh, our first episode was exactly two years ago because we recorded about two weeks before SummerSlam. Uh, we 
put it this way, I'm watching the Atlanta Braves play right now where this all came to culmination in Atlanta. Like that 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 right there tells this dude, this journey from just you know talking wrestling on on Facebook and not even it goes even further than that. This started off even further than that. I uh, gotta give props to Cavino and Rich from SiriusXM and ESPN um, because if it wasn't for them, we never would have started talking at all. And then it comes to wrestling talk, and then starting off with a wrestling fan page, um, and then just started talking about hey, let's let's do a podcast together. So two years, man, that that, that right here, a hundred episodes it took a little longer than expected, but two years down the road, here we are. Uh, I'm not gonna say it's been easy, man. It's been a lot. It's been it's been a lot of hard work. I'm not gonna lie. It's been schedule changes, finding time, um, family. Um, you know, not just just everything that go around that. You know, ups, downs, positives, um, negatives. But everything's happened. It's led us to here. Um, the the amazing fans and followers and listeners and friends and you know family that we've made. Through this show, this all comes to mind. You know, uh, it's like like in a movie where someone like touches something, all of a sudden, like everything comes like rushing to them in their head, and they see everything. Same concept, man. Like you know, I'm a, I'm a total nerd when it comes to it. It's like Harry Potter. He sees into the future. He sees, you know, gets that that moment where he sees into like Tom Riddles and and sees everything going on. It's like that. Everything's just rushing in right now. And I'm ranting right now, but I don't give a shit. It literally everything that's happened over the last year just all comes rushing at once. Um, it's been a great time, dude. I love it. I appreciate it. Before I say thank you to anybody else, dude, thank you. Like I wouldn't be here right now if it's what, if it wasn't for you. Um, and that, that, that comes from everything, man. That's, this show doesn't take place. We're not doing this. I'm not doing it for this long with anyone else but you. I've done other wrestling podcasts. It didn't last as long. Um, man, you, you put up with me for two years. Thanks, brother. Well, you brought up something. You said Cavino and Rich. And I sent the, the feeler out there and told people like, hey, if you want to say something, on behalf of the podcast and get on air and the whole nine, you can do it. So the first one we're going to play is going to be Rich Davis of Cavino and Rich. And he works for ESPN too. Like I haven't saved him. I haven't saved in my phone is Rich Davis comma ESPN. Just cause when he, when he takes me, I like to feel like a big shot. Like I know somebody <laughs> that works. <laughs> I understand because I just I just said like Rich under one and Covino on the other. I'm gonna have to change that shit and put ESPN. Reach I have them Davis, both. I have comma. Steve Covino, comma ESPN. Uh, I need to start adding some clout to that when that comes through. Here we go. Let's let's see if this works. The following contest is scheduled for one fall. Coming down the aisle from parts unknown. Santana Garrett's favorite podcast, Boot to the Face. That was Rich's uh, Howard Finkel impersonation, and it was trash. Rich, you got to do better. I know you work for ESPN, my God, but that was not even the one I wanted to play, Marty. So, I'm the next <laughs> <one>. <laughs> hey, it's Rich Davis from Cavino and Rich. And uh, I love you guys like brother love. 
love you, boot to the face. Um, if you ever want to do old school wrestling trivia, I will whoop your ass. I'm talking like bad. Like bad news brown. So look at that. We got people from ESPN shouting us out, Marty. Only 100 episodes. It's been... You're right, man. It's... uh. I started doing podcasts in like two, three years ago. I can't even remember now. Yeah, and I, st- I started back in March of 2018. Yeah, it, it didn't... Uh, I was just doing it for fun, like a little outlet. I didn't think I'd be doing wrestling. And here we are, man. All these years later, we teamed up. It's been fun. It's been, you know, having a partner's made it a lot easier to bounce shit off of. And now we got T-shirts and interviews with wrestlers and like shout out. Like who? Uh, I know you want. I know you want to say it. Just say it. Like Heidi Katrina. Who sent me a message earlier and told us congratulations? She didn't get a chance to send us audio in, but she did apologize. Like I can show you the DM said, you know, congrats on episode one hundred. And then she did little like lip kissing emojis, and I think that's I'm I'm gonna go on that being her gimmick because you know she's got big lips and wears red lipstick. Not big like weird, but big like that's her thing. I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. Thank you, Heidi Katrina. We appreciate it. Um, and we appreciate you listening. We're going to talk a little bit of wrestling tonight. I was bullshitting when I said we weren't. But for the most part, we're just going to celebrate, man. Like, it's it's been a journey. Like, we've been through a lot of shit since uh, since we first started. Hell, I've, I've lived in three houses since then. I sold a house, bought a house, rented a house. You know, my son had a catastrophic medical emergency that we're still kind of recovering from um all in like two years a little over two right right around two years so it's been it's been a journey man and i I appreciate it hopefully we can do more years with all the announcements we got coming up i hope so like you just mentioned like dude i'm i just moved into my third place since we started recording um Oh yeah, life changes, man. Seriously, it's crazy. The next next three years is gonna be amazing. I'm sorry, that no, three years we're gonna hit that five year mark minimum, five years. And oh god, keep going, keep going. You're getting me amped up. I'm gonna have another one of these drinks of Broken Skull IPA from Al Segundo Brewing Company. Because why? Because Stone Cold said so. Well, while you take that drink, we're gonna play another shout out that we have. This one coming from. Texas, Mr. Chaos Theory Podcast himself. You can find him at Chaos Theory Pod, or you can find him, I think it's at Mike Farrell. Just search Chaos Theory, and you will find this man who sent us this message. Ladies and gentlemen, it is I, the one, the only, the creator, the founder, and curator of the Chaos Theory Podcast. My name is Michael Farrell. Today, I want to send a special shout out for 100 episodes to my boys at Boot to the Face. Boys, ever since I started, y'all have been nothing but supportive and loving and kind. I really do consider y'all my podcasting brothers. Here's to not 100 more, not 1,000 more, but a million more episodes of Boot to the Face. Y'all got some really exciting shit coming up, and I can't wait to see the growth. 
and changes and directions that the podcast takes. Again, I love you guys. Thank you for holding it down for good people in this podcast community. And here's to a million more. So the first thing, I love the NWO remix. Like, I'm sitting here dancing to it. The second thing, I don't know how Michael's math works out, but I don't think we live to be a million weeks old. There's only 52 weeks in a year. So if I live to be 100, that's only 5,200 weeks. Right? Yeah, sounds about right. We better start pumping up. Wait, is that right? You might as well go uh, five five days a week. I've been drinking a little bit. Is that right? I think so. Sounds about right. Yeah, whatever. We're going to call it right. But, Pharaoh, we appreciate the shout-out, man. We appreciate the effort you put into the to the audio you sent us, man. We got we got some good ones, Marty, and, you know, that just goes to show that the community that we built or helped build or a part of, I don't want to say we built it, the community we're a part of, man, we all, like, look out for. And when he hits 100 episodes and asks something like that, we'll do the same for him. Do the same for Talkamania, for doing a favor, for, you know, all the podcasts that we fuck with constantly. So, again, this is not a regular episode. This is more of a celebration. This is more of a a shout out to all the people that give us an hour to an hour and a half of their time every week. Like, if you think about it, Marty, you can get on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, any podcasting app. And you type in pro wrestling podcast and you can just take your finger on your touch screen. Don't do it to your computer because you might fuck something up. We just learned that you could take your you could take your finger on your phone and just start scrolling and you'll scroll and you'll scroll and you'll fucking keep scrolling. And it's nothing but wrestling podcast after wrestling podcast after wrestling podcast. And there's people out there that weekly dedicate one to one and a half hours of listening to us bullshit and banner back and forth. And we appreciate that, man. We really do. So this 100 episode is to the listeners of Boot to the Face and to the friends of Boot to the Face, but not to Santana Garrett because she's never come on the podcast before, Marty. I'm turning well, heel on Santana Garrett. We're still, episode we're still 100, on. episode 100, we're going to do an about face. This is no longer Santana Garrett's favorite podcast. I'm putting my foot down. I mean, I can get on board with that part because obviously Mickey showed us a lot of love. Heidi Katrina showed us some love. Just wait for Santana to do so as well. But Santana, you know we love you. Always will. That wasn't creepy at all. Oh, what really? You, you want to go there? You want to go there? Hey, you said you had something to tell me about about my microphone before <laughs> we started recording. It's about, it about, about the, the volume voice and our, our content. Um so you you shared a story last week right. regarding you know Leanne and uh, her her you know naked superhero fighting and her you know your OnlyFans only for your voice yep. you know yep. um, so you know yesterday uh, we're we're hanging out at home and <clears throat> you know she hasn't moved in yet so you know people you know it's like oh you know I want I want I want the baby to hear my voice like this and. You know, it's always been one thing like, oh, you put like little headphones on and play Mozart and Beethoven and, you know, that kind of thing. And I'm like, you know what? Put boots in the face on there. Oh, my God. Some headphones. And, you know, 
You can just let them, and the baby can listen to me talk all, you know, throughout the week. And then I, I sit there, I'm like, no, no, hold on. <laughs> no, hold on. Bad idea. I'm like, baby's going to come out thinking that Chris Rucker, that voice is going to, that voice is going to be putting him to sleep all the time. Um, no, no, I can't have that sweet, sensual voice putting my baby to sleep every night. That ain't going to fly no more. So I'm like, cancel that. Cancel that. Just so I'm you know, my own side and for my own volume on there. Just Mine so you is, know, half a boot to the face. I have no problem reading your baby bedtime stories for twenty five dollars a month at OnlyFans.com slash Chris Rucker Show. No problem. I'll give you a discount twenty two fifty. Oh, twenty two fifty. I got that 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 thirty day this <laughs> you know first one hundred subscriber discount. Use code B two T F. And you can get it for twenty two fifty. Only you uh, though. Nobody else. That code won't work for it's hey, gonna, Jeff it's from work Fully Posable. Jeff from Fully Posable. That code won't work for you, buddy. You gotta pay the whole twenty five. <laughs> I'm I'm going to I'm like, I'm gonna submit OnlyFans a, a requisition. Like I am a host, a boot to the face, and using my code word. I should get like half off on this shit. Two fifty. Oh man, Marty, there's some uh there's a lot of stuff going on in the world of wrestling right now. Let's uh let's talk about that for a second. I'm uh I apologize, Vin. You would think we've after doing this a hundred times, we'd be a little bit more organized. But I'm not gonna lie to you. I've been drinking. I've had a long week at work. Yesterday was my birthday. I'm now thirty eight years old, but I decided that it doesn't count because twenty twenty sucks my taint. So I mean I guess I'll relive trips all over again. Yeah, I'm still 37. Perfect. 32. Do it. So, Marty, the first note you have in here is Oscar goes to SummerSlam. And after this, oh, I can't tell you because you haven't watched it. So, yeah, Oscar going to SummerSlam to take on Sasha Banks for the Raw Women's Championship after Bailey taps out. I think this would be a perfect way to get Sasha and Bailey against each other. So Bailey tapped out pretty quick. Like she didn't try to fight it off or anything. She got locked in at Oscar locked and it was tap, tap, tap. Go ahead. And uh, by the time this gets released, SmackDown would already be out. I'll have watched it. I'll watch it on after I get off anyways. So go ahead and say what you guys say. What, what happened tonight? Oscar won the battle Royal and is also fighting Bailey for the SmackDown title. Oh shit. So are they going to make this just a triple threat for all titles? Or is she going to oh. wrestle two matches? I see. I think they're gonna mess wrestle two matches. And we talked about it earlier. Santana Garrett, take a drink. I'm pretty sure Santana Garrett was leading the retribution charge tonight because there was a woman out there with red hair hanging out the bottom of her. Not like red, like Irish girl hair. Red, like dyed, like dyed colored hair, like hers. Yes. Oh, dude. Santana come to the main roster as a heel. Oh. Shit. Or she could have just been playing dress up and like they don't know who the actual people are going to be yet. But that was definitely Santana Garrett. Yeah, because who else has red hair? Besides Eo Shirai. And they're right, not built. Exactly. Not, not, no, they're not even close. Dude, that's awesome. That's all. Awesome. I can't wait. Oh, did you, did you hear the announcement from Boots to the Face that our Twitter account is now officially a Zia Lee Stan account? Did you hear that? I, I did see see that. Uh, actually, I didn't see our Twitter was. I saw that our Instagram was now oh, a Zyli yeah. Instagram that's account. A, that's that is, and I, that, that's, that is for damn sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, episode what? 
169. I always hear that. What is that from? 69? Somebody screams that for some reason. I have no idea. Uh, Randy Orton turns on Ric Flair, kicks him in the face after kicking him in the balls. Uh, I don't know about you, but I enjoyed the hell out of this because I don't like Ric Flair. Anytime oh, yeah. Ric Flair is getting beat up, like I'm here for. But the I mean, I've only been for- talking about this shit for like six months now, and all oh, the culmination for it. Even though they turned that sh- the lights off, so we couldn't see him get kicked, I still loved every moment of it. It was fantastic. Uh, the whole thing, you could tell Orton just like hates Ric Flair trying to get do his spotlight. And Orton was right. Like that's all Ric Flair is there for is to try to get the spotlight. He's always tried to get the spotlight. Oh, I love you. I love Orton's. Some people said it was too far because Flair had a son that died. But Orton's comment of "I'm the son you wish you always had." Well, he's got he's, he so has other son who you know. Yeah, but you know nothing. You know what he was saying. You know what he was saying right there, and it was good. I you know I'm not for using somebody's death the way they did like Natty and her dad last year. But that was trash, though. Yeah, this was this, this was wasn't. done. Yeah, this was done a little differently, and and it it meant something to where Natty's was just Natty's was just to get Natty on TV. Let's be honest. Yep. Where this one was was to tell a story, and the fact that the the history there writes itself. That's why it came off the way it did. Um, it was well executed. Let's put it that way. Ex- executed correctly, whereas in the past it hasn't been. There was a return this Monday, Marty, and the news was kind of broken on Boot to the Face. I mean, would you count that as breaking news? I kind of, I, mean, I saw the, I saw the video, and in the video, I said, "When are you coming back?" And after like a forty-five second answer, she looks right at the camera, which would have been me, and says, "Soon," and kind of gave a little nod and a wink. And here we are, a week and a day later. And look who's on there feuding with your favorite wrestler, Natalia. The return of the nine-time women's champion, six-time WWE champion, 2009 women's wrestler of the year, PWI number one, Mickey James. Not the boat, but the goat. The boat. Natty's got some. The boat fits Natty because she's got some flotation devices. Like if she was ever thrown overboard, she would be fine. I can guarantee you. She just lay her head back. She will make it to shore. My God. Where are we going with this part? I have no idea. (laughs) It's going to be the last season finale. It's like fucking Charlie Sheen's anger management was a five-year contract, five-season contract for 100 episodes, and it disappeared. Well, ladies and gentlemen, here's boot to the face. People are going to be scrolling for episode 101 next week, and it's just going to not be there. And then a week after, we've been canceled by the fucking CDC or the <laughs> FCC. FCC going to come down on us. And or the Natty Double Ds. FCC. <laughs> throwing out Heart Foundation. Now you at WWD. Okay, then. Well, I tell you what, though, all, all jokes aside, I, um, I think a feud with Natty is the perfect feud for Mickey to come back into. Natty's really good in the ring. Um, she's hateable if they're going to bring Mickey back as a face. She's got Lana out there to play off of, too, who apparently Lana broke the news that her and Rusev had sex on top of that tank at WrestleMania. She didn't break the news. She verified the news. Because Rusev 
already hinted at that months ago. And uh, she actually forgot about, hey, Rusev, welcome. You, congratulations, man, because on WrestleMania, you may have lost Cena. About to say. That, was, that was definitely Rusev Day in 101. Hot Everybody damn. thought Cena won at WrestleMania that year. No wonder Rusev stuck around for another four fucking years before he asked for his release. He's, Cena might have went over, but Rusev got over, if you understand what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> Let's break up some of this trash bag behavior you got going on, Marty. And let's get to another shout out we got here. This would be from Los Angeles County. Is that a county out there in LA? Technically, it is a county. There's a county and a city. You can find her on Sirius XM's. Uh, what's the emo channel? I'm sorry. I'm no, she's on Alt Nation. She's on Alt Nation. Yeah, that's it. That's Alt Nation's yeah, emo. No, there's the emo project, and then there's Alt Nation. Ah. Why I know that? Why they're both saved to my top li- playlist? I don't know. Uh, but anyways, yeah, she's on Alt Nation. Yeah, don't cry about it. Um. Sirius XM's Tatiana on Sirius XM Alt Nation on the weekends. And this is what she had to say. Hi there. I'm a big fan of Boot to the Face podcast. Congrats on 100 episodes. I would have to say my favorite thing I've heard from you guys was when you had that girl Tatiana on, on episode uh, who even knows, but she was so funny, so smart. You should definitely have her on again. Big fan. Big, big fan. And I don't want to give you my name or where I'm from because I'm shy, you know, but this is definitely not Tatiana. Okay, bye. <laughs> Congrats on 100 episodes, guys. Thank you, Tatiana. Tatiana's got a voice for radio. She does. Uh, and again, thank you for the Broken School IPA. Oh, yeah. Speaking of that as we go. But yeah, if you're not if you're not following her, follow her at what, Team Marina 23, I believe it is. Um Definitely check her out on on radio, Sirius XM, uh, Alt Nation. Uh, definitely, definitely something to listen to. It's, uh, she's a, a great host on there. Um, but that's two Sirius XM. Man, I told you we get the support from Sirius XM. Hey, Sirius XM, and I think you need let's, to- let's be honest. Ninety eight percent of our listeners are dudes. So Tata's got an Instagram, guys. Go follow that shit. I'm not gonna say she's hot, but she's kind of hot. Um, so if you like girls. Go follow Tata. And we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. (laughs) The following announcement has been paid for by Talkamania. What's up, guys? It's your boys, J-Bomb and Dez here from Talk Mania, wishing Chris Rucker and Marty Vasquez a huge congratulations on 100 episodes of Boot to the Face. Dez, what do you, what do you think of these guys? Not only is it Rusev Day, it is a glorious day because it is the 100th episode of Boot to the Face. We have our Trivomania champion. We have the man with the sweetest beard on earth. 100 episode, guys. Congratulations. And here's to another 100 to the faces. Welcome back, Boot to the Face, episode 100. 
That's fucking awesome. I fucking love it. What what band was that? Do you recognize that song? I don't recognize that song, but uh, I feel like it's a remix, man. I feel like they re- did it in like their own. That's not a real song. That it sounds like. Are you sure? I feel like, uh, and I've never heard it. It could be a punk band, but I've never heard that. I listen to punk music, but maybe uh, they're Canadian. Maybe I mean, hey, that's maybe. Yeah, I feel like I've heard that song. That that kind of like that. Um, that like that. Cadence and everything on like Tony Hawk Pro Skater or something. Hmm. I don't know. Well, I feel like I need to save that and like play that as my ringtone. I tell you what, um, we're gonna put over Talkamania big time right now because I don't know if it, I know it's been talked about on some Zoom chats, but those guys have helped me personally out so much with podcast stuff. I used to have so many questions for them, and to an extent, I used to talk back and forth with uh the guys that smart to death also when I first started, but talk is kind of stuck around. I've had so many, just like, I'm sure for a while, J bomb was just like, motherfucker, leave me alone. I mean, he did that. There's a reason why you and I are recording right now. It's because talk yeah. rejected you. Oh, have we ever heard that story on I air? Don't think, I don't think we've talked about this. Oh, on air. We're about to have story time. So back in the early days of the Chris Rucker show, it was probably episode three or four. Some kind of way I got hooked up listening to Talkamania. They had just started. It's like the spring of 18. Yeah, they had just started as well. And they put it out there that they were looking for somebody to cover NXT for them. And so I was like, hey, I like wrestling. I just started podcasting. Like, why not? I'll throw my name in the hat. And you ever turn in a resume and they're like, you're not quite what we're looking for. So they asked for some audio. J-Bomb did. I sent him some. And he was basically like, hey, your content is good, but your audio is trash. That's not what he said because he's Canadian. But that's pretty much what he said. And they told me they were going to go in another direction. And they never even did. And guess what? Here it is all this time later. I don't think anybody else has been on their show more times than I have. So the long play, I won. Go fuck yourself, J-Bomb. I'm the third member of Talkamania. Ha! (laughs) <laughs> Jokes on you, motherfucker! No, oh but- <laughs> man, you know what? Go ahead. They, uh, there's one of the person who's been our biggest advocate besides them. Um, but when it comes down to the support, the help, the the advice, the mentors that have been there, Dez and J Bomb have been there since day one. Um, it's been fantastic. Much appreciated them. It's been awesome getting to know them and becoming friends with them. They're two guys who I truly see as family. Um, the amount we talk to them, uh, we spent time with them in New York. We've talked to them all co- countless times, not just on recordings, but Zoom calls. Uh, literally yeah, texting J-Bomb yeah. right now, or he's texting me. We literally have like multiple conversations going on with them in every social media platform that we have emails it doesn't matter they're always there uh, much appreciated you know i know jay's got a lot going on in his life and his family des just welcomed the baby so again congrats i don't think we've said it on our show yet but congratulations to des um and the wifey on the baby um baby Kyrie. um you know it's just it, thank you guys for all that you guys have been done and for us uh not just talking man, but thank a mania man because we had the four time four time trivia mania champion on our show and next week 
We have on the 21st, there will be a, talk, a Trivia Mania Money the Bank competition going on. And I'll tell you right now, I'm walking in and I'm walking out with that briefcase. So when I cash that bitch in on uh, Rucker Six Time, it's going to happen. Boom. So I don't know if you've listened to Talk of Mania's latest episode that came out today. I listened to it at work. Dev sound like he's ready to impregnate the fucking wife again already. He's talking about how talking about how she's got that bounce back. He was like, Yeah, like she's already back in shape, no stretch marks. Like he sounded like Barry White while he was saying that shit. I was like, damn, son, it ain't been but a week. You you know, you gotta let that thing heal up first. You can't just go diving back in their head first. But no, uh congrats to Desmond and and the wife on on the new baby, the new baby Kyrie. That is a all wrestling jokes aside. That is a that's a really good name. Um, I know he's a big fan of the Japanese culture. His wife is Japanese, so that that fits in. Like he was saying today, it's also a Western name that you know she wouldn't have a hard time getting a job with that name in twenty twenty five years. So, congrats on them, man. A healthy baby. Um, shout out to J Bomb. Like me and Jay talk constantly throughout the day about shit that would probably get both us kicked out of podcasting if people saw our DMs and text messages. So I appreciate the hell out of Talk of Mania. I really do. Like, I don't mean to stroke them off all the time, but we wouldn't be on full press without them. We wouldn't, you know, have half the shit that we do have without them. And it, it kind of goes both ways, but they've helped us out a lot. And speaking of full press, Marty, Full Press Radio has a couple wrestling podcasts on there, and now they are doing a wrestling Saturday where every Saturday they will be streaming all. Excuse me. I apologize. El Segundo Brewing Company. Boy, that's rough on the damn guts. I'm burping like a motherfucker. Um, They will be doing what a horrible promo I'm doing here. They will be doing a wrestling Saturday with all the wrestling podcasts that they have going on. And on top of that, they are doing a sportscaster channel now, Marty, which we will be a part of. And I don't think you ever answered my question, so I'm going to ask you now. Is All Out pre-show going to be our first sportscaster broadcast? My question for you would be, when are we going to do the pre-show? Because Before if it's day of, all out. if it's day of, I can't. You can't you remember Saturdays? It's a, it's a fucking Labor Day weekend, man. It's like I'm working extra hours that day. It's Labor Day blackout weekend. Oh, like that's what, yeah, that's what yeah, yeah, pisses yeah, me yeah, off about yeah, yeah. AEW is they the do t- their big events on fucking holiday weekends. So one, I can't go. But two, like I'm work, I'm literally working like a nine, like eight thirty to nine o'clock that day. We'll work it out. We could probably do it the day before. I mean, if uh, I gotta get up fucking early at six in the morning, I will. Well, but, nobody will be watching at six in the morning live. Well, it'd be nine o'clock in the morning East Coast. Nobody's gonna be you awake tell, on you a You know Saturday. what? I mean, they can get a Bloody Mary, have some pancakes, have some bacon, have some sausage. Everybody's not cool like us. Everybody doesn't start drinking when they wake up in the morning like we do, Marty. Oh uh, well, then they need to get on our level. Like this is boot to the face. We're a whiskey drinking, wrestling talking, you know, women loving kind of show. It's just, I mean, that's what they're here listening. They might as well get ready for that fucking promo. You just, I like that shit. What'd you say, whiskey talking? Wrestling, wrestling talking, whiskey, whiskey, whiskey drinking, drinking wrestling, wrestling talking, talking, women loving. Oh, that's a t-shirt. So I'm wow. pretty, hold on, hold on. I'm pretty sure one of our early, so this is taking it back. It's episode 100, talking reminiscing here. 
if I recall back in the early stages when we were talking logos and uh, pictures and all this shit, I'm pretty sure that that like our concept at first wasn't to be a wrestling show. It was meant to be a lifestyle show. It was going to be we're going to talk whiskey, we're going to talk wrestling, we're going to talk women, all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Um, which we do to an extent. Um, but I remember I made a shirt and it literally had like a whiskey glass and like with like uh, like stage stage lighting and it said like whiskey women wrestling. Um, and that guy, that shit got shot down faster than you, than J Bomb. By who? Down. By who you, motherfucker. Down? That shit got turned down faster than J Bomb saying no thanks. I think there might have been some kind of ghost in the machine because I don't remember send, send it to me. If you can find I'm it, I'm going to see if I had that shit sleeves in my phone still. Do that on your own time. We're on the air. I can, I can multitask. Continue. <laughs> We're on the fucking air right now. Um, speaking of women, did you hear about Olivia Munn and Aaron Rodgers? First of all, she didn't say Aaron Rodgers. We know who she was talking about. Uh, bullshit. I don't think she was. I think she's talking about the last dude. Because the last dude, if you look at the picture of the last guy, I don't know, man. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Oh, here we go, right here. We can ask Danica Patrick. Like, hey, Danica, does Aaron Rodgers like cuddling in the dark from behind? You, you, want, you want me to be honest with you? I feel <laughs> she came off. As as an ex girlfriend, he was belt her and pissed off. I tell you what, in all seriousness, if you listen to that uh, the little excerpt that I heard today, she sounded so vain and so, as my boy Steve Cavino would say, vapid. That it was just all like, and he never wants to do it with the lights on. Like in her mind, she's so hot that somebody has to want to look at her while they're having sex, or else they're gay. Now, don't get me wrong, she is hot, but. For her to say it out loud like that, the way she was saying it was so lame. Did you hear about it? It was a little little bit different than what I said it was, but it's pretty much the same thing. I just sent it to you. I went back to the archive. I sent it to you. How about Um, another story? Uh, Did you hear about the dick arm guy? A guy uh, lost his his penis, and he got some kind of vein implanted in his forearm, and he's growing a dick on his arm, and they're going to remove the dick later. And put it down where his dick is supposed to be. Marty, he's growing a dick on his arm. Right? I can't grow a beard without gray hair. This motherfucker's growing a dick on his arm. Like some people least, just some you know, people are just some people are just awesome. Like I, <laughs> <laughs> if if the doctors are gonna make you grow a dick on your arm, Marty, would you request that it's on your offhand so you still be able to jack off? Because, I mean, you, know, you don't want me slapping yourself with your own dick, right? <laughs> Could you imagine, like, waking up in the middle of the night and, like, it's, oh. in, your, it's in your mouth? And you're like, oh, my God, what am I doing? What am I, what am I doing? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, this is the end of uh, This is the end of Putin's face. <laughs> um, oh, one broken skull IPA in or Chris Rucker's about to get white girl wasted up in this bitch. <laughs> I'm used to Trulies, man. I don't know what the <laughs> hell's going on. Truly, Trulies and Bang Energy. This shit's got this alcohol content's too high. Uh, it's only like it's not even that high. It's like six. It's, it's really not. I did have a Maker's Mark and Coke. Oh, six seven. Day. I know. I'm almost done with this one. So I got pop up in that Buffalo Trace I've been waiting on. Hot damn, Marty. We got another shout out coming here. And I will play it right now. 
This is Robert. I'd like to congratulate Chris and Marty at Boot to the Face podcast on their 100th episode. Keep up the good work, boys. Okay, so this person didn't tell me who it was, but I just put two and two together. Is that Robert Cassis? Robert Greer. I think it's Robert oh, Greer. Greer. Okay. Because Greer's Canadian, and you can hear by his uh, his accent, he had a little bit of a boot in it. A boot. boot? A boot. boot. I'm not wearing a boot. I'm wearing a boot. <laughs> Whatever that means. But, Robert, we appreciate the shout-out. I like the music in the background. People putting some effort into these things, Mark. No, man. It's going to set the bar because, like, when we when people start asking for stuff for themselves and we want to join in to help them, that's like – we better bring that fucking fire, man. We can't bring no little, little uh, recording that we do here. We got to put some fucking production up in that shit. I know, man. It's like all these I like people it. have I appreciate it. studios we, in there. <laughs> right? I mean, I know I know that uh, J-Bomb and Dez got that uh, that money over there that they bought the, the new computers with. But hot damn, they're sounding good over there. Remixing shit. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Des is like, yeah, I saved a lot of money on my car. And Jay's like, oh, cool. We're going to buy a computer with it. <laughs> wait, a, wait a minute, motherfucker. I got a baby on the way. What are you talking about? Yeah, right. Nothing like, oh, dude. Like the first thing was, it, oh, dude, you can put that towards baby diapers. Yeah, you can start a college or... fund. You can do a 529. Oh, shit. We got, we got new, we're getting new equipment. We're getting new equipment up in here. We're getting on Amazon right now. I just found a computer. I, I sent it to about? you. Jay had that shit purchased before the episode was over. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. We love you guys. Oh, man. So in the sport of professional wrestling, Marty, some other stuff's going on. Um, WWE is moving to Amway Center for recordings starting next Friday. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if, you, <clears throat> if you've seen any of that yet, but apparently they already have production trucks outside of the Amway Arena. Um, which is in Orlando, so not too far away. Uh, and it sounds like they're going to do a couple weeks of recordings there. And then next Friday, they're going to – they actually might even be there today. I don't even know if they're there today or not. Um, actually, no, because I think today was recorded. But they're going to start doing some recordings there. And then next Friday, they're going to go live from the Amway Center. I uh, kind of go with that. I, I think it has to do a couple things. Um, one, getting to a bigger arena and op- opportunities there. But – I have a feeling it has to do with some COVID shit, too. Um, they did some recordings over the last couple of weeks, and they had to stop after the second recording because of more COVID cases. So I don't know if they're either trying, you know, hey, we got to get somewhere that we can record that's fresh and clean so we can disinfect and clean this entire center because something's happening, something's lingering. They're getting a couple different positive tests there over the last week or two. Uh, so I think that that's kind of possibly, I don't know. We're just speculating here, get them into a big arena, get them into a cleaner place. And at the same time, uh, I think it's their, their stage to start showing that they could be in big arenas and possibly do some more people there. Um, this possibly going to be the place for SummerSlam also, since also SummerSlam is next weekend. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's so much to do with COVID as it's so much to do with them constantly seeing AEW and Daly's place with fans in the crowd now who weren't social distancing at all. But, hey, they're quote-unquote strict over there at AEW. Um, so that's what I think it is. I think they want fans to be in there. I don't think it's the right time. We don't have a vaccine. Schools are getting shut. My my county, Cherokee County, Georgia, makes the world news because we've got so many people quarantined right now after two weeks of school. Like, 
My kid's school started on Monday of last week, and on Tuesday, I got an email saying that, that entire second grade class was shut down. Probably what would have been my daughter's class had she went to school. We have no handle on COVID whatsoever. So as much as I want to see fans back in the crowd for wrestling, it's not time yet, man. Pump the motherfucking brakes. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't care if they get the clear and they start doing things. I can't tell you the next time. I go to a live event. Um, it may not be to WrestleMania like that. If it opens up before then, it may not. My first show back may be WrestleMania weekend. Uh, hoping that that all goes forward. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't see myself. They come out here, end up out here in LA or or um, Anaheim um, or even Vegas. I just don't see myself going going to it to put myself in that situation with whatever they do. Like even his, his thing. New Japan, they canceled this week's episode of uh, their televised ep- uh, show, which is going to have their six-man tag team tournament uh, because they had somebody with a fever. They didn't say they had their testing and going through that, and they have fans in stands, but they didn't just pull that person and say, "What's we're going to do? We're gonna go, you know, go on without them." Um, they they said we're going to stop everything. We one person might be coming down with it. Stop the breaks. Stop the show. Um, don't let nobody in the arena. Don't let the talent involved. We're going to make sure that everyone's safe and nothing's going to be caught and spread. So we're going to stop it right here and there. Uh, and that's the way to do it. But at the same time, like they were also the last ones to come back into it. And so, yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't think it's time for them to be opening up the arena to fans. And yeah, I don't know what's going to happen, but I, I think that, it's going to be nice to have them somewhere else other than the performance center. I think they might be able to do some more stuff, but who knows? Who knows what they're going to do? Yeah. Um, while you were talking, I'm looking in the background over the top of my computer and Alexa Bliss is on TV talking about The Fiend. I don't know what she's saying, but they kind of sort of did what we were talking about. She like slapped him in the face last week and he, instead of attacking her, he kind of walked away. Um but the other thing I noticed is over your left shoulder, there is a Ronda Rousey Elite SummerSlam edition. And it makes me think of one Barry Frost about how much he loves Ronda Rousey to the point where he had Petopolis come all the way from Chicago with a Ronda Rousey Elite. But in all seriousness, let's give a shout out to doing a favor. Good podcast. Good guys over there. They got they built up a good community, got a website, www.doingthefavor.com. You can go there, sign up for free, free ninety nine. I don't know about you, Marty, but if it's free, I'll take three. Ain't that what they're Yeah, saying? and I, I actually got an invite today uh, because for one of the the new list they opened up a challenge in regards to the elite. So Elite Series seventy one to eighty. They just opened up that challenge on doing the favors website. And if we're going to shout out their website, if we're going to shout out doing the favor, she probably won't hear this, but we got to shout out Rachel because she's really the one running the show over there. Cause let's be it honest. is. And that's where the invite let's, came from. The, it, came from it came from Rachel. Let's be honest. Fucking Eric and Barry don't have the mental capacity to run a goddamn website. They could barely record a podcast. I'm kidding. I fucking love. I love doing a favor. Good, good guys over there. They, they're another one that you know since the beginning. Hell, we went to blog talk with you know back in our blog talk days, and we would take calls. They were constants on the show that would call in during the. Uh, yeah, 
Told you. Did I call it? They were constants. They were constants that came in and called and helped us out with our lists and stuff like that, giving us some content and things of that nature. So this is just as much good for doing the favor as they just had their 100th episode about a month and a half, two months ago when they announced the the website. So congrats to them. We appreciate the podcast friendship with them. Um, Irish whip is another one. You know, they constantly give us advice and stuff like that. Uh, the meat boys. You want to, uh, the, uh, talking about Irish whip, you know, they're two guys. They, to be honest, when we go back to the beginning of Boots of the Face, I feel like the boot that Irish Whip was the first first other show that embraced us and brought us in. Uh, Taco Main has been there since day one, but Irish Whip was having us on their show. We were having them on our show. We were doing challenges and competition shows. Um, and then Taco Main came in full with us on air after that. But Irish Whip, and I know, I know that you've done stuff with them. Uh, Yeti hit me up yesterday. Uh, they're always trying to get us involved, always trying to keep us there. Uh, we've done a lot of stuff with them from just to, like I said, competition shows, uh, talk our boot to the debate, them both coming on, our random conversations, coming and talking, the Choco Challenge. Uh, but no, like what Irish Whip has been able to do for us from the beginning – um, get us involved and, and help us reach into for network. You know, it's much appreciated what JP and Yeti do over there. Even though JP is a, a Tom Brady and Patriots fan, and hookers, uh, and, hookers and, Yeti, and coke, Yeti lives in bumpfuck nowhere up in Montana. Um, Wait, did you see the picture that his girlfriend posted at fucking Spider? She called no. There's a she has a spider in some fucking Tupperware like it's a goddamn take home dish from a uh, what do you call it a potluck? She's got it in the damn and she's like, can anybody tell me what kind of spider this is? And you look, tarantula, dude. You look at the picture and the spider. I felt like he was looking at me through the phone. Like I could see all eight of his eyes. He had a beard bigger than yours. Like this was a big fucking spider. And she's just playing with it in the thing. That's the kind of shit you get in Montana. They don't have regular spiders. They got fucking horses that are disguised like spiders. Like you could put a saddle on that motherfucker. She could have rode that shit into town. That's how big that goddamn spider was. But I didn't mean to cut you off. Are you looking? Oh no, up? man. I was trying. I was trying to look it up. But uh, speaking of Yeti, oh yeah, he got kicked off Twitter. <laughs> what a dumbass that guy. What I wonder what he did. Oh, I, I wonder know, what do you do to get kicked off Twitter? Out. What the fuck? What do you gotta do to get kicked off of Twitter? You know, on your day off. I got a follow from a, a four oh six something or yes. earlier, and yeah, I thought exactly. it was a fake. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was a fake. I thought motherfucker got kicked off Twitter. <laughs> what a son of a bitch that guy. Uh, I feel like I feel like his girlfriend got kicked off too because she's not on the, her her page wouldn't pull up either. Oh wow, what they do. I don't know. They fucking oh, they started something on there, unless I just can pull a type her name in, right? They're trying to run a damn what do you call it a uh, a swingers ring on Twitter, and people kicked them off. Oh shit! I'm, what keyball? Are they having fishball parties on Twitter? Yeah, they're riding, they're going to the grocery store with upside down pineapples in their cart and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! No, but good shout out to. Uh, the Irish Whip podcast, man. We we love them cats over there. And speaking of 
shout outs to people that we love. Could there be a more lovable fucking redhead after my wife and after Santana Garrett and Becky Lynch and Brandy Lauren and Nikki Cox and who else is redhead? I don't know, but this man right here defines the myth that gingers have no soul because this man has it all. Uh, Yeah, play that audio, man. Sorry, I was distracted. Sonya Deville's on TV and all the weaves she cut out of Mandy Rose's hair. Apparently, she dyed it black and put it in hers. She looks, it looks nothing like Sonya Deville. Speaking of Sonya Deville, she called out and said she wants Shayna Baszler on, on Raw Underground. It sounds like a porno. I mean, it does. Are you saying no? Did you see the meme with the videotapes? And it's like when you watch your parents' <laughs> porno and you would have to rewind when you, it When back. you go through your dad's, when you find that one video in your dad's drawer, it's all, all fucking, the labels all ripped look, off. And after you watch it, right? So <laughs> rewind kid, back to where it was. Yeah, as a kid, you're stupid because you don't know. That you, you, there's two things you got. You put the you pour you fill up the whiskey bottle back to where the line was, and you rewind the tape back to where it was when you turn it on. But here's the thing, all right. As a grown up, <laughs> when you're doing what you do, watching porn, and you're done, you don't remember where you left off at. You barely remember your fucking name. <laughs> you're trying to clean up and get on with the rest of your day. You don't remember. Like, oh, wait a minute. She wasn't all the way naked when I was watching this early. Bullshit. It Marty, just, get in here. You- just the tip. It wasn't full insert. Just the tip. <laughs> this show is way off the rails. Uh, we were talking about a ginger. So let's go to our favorite. I fucking love this guy. Gentlemen, congratulations on episode 100. I just wanted to take a moment to say thank you, basically for being my co-pilots the last two years, Uh, everything from All In to keeping Ric Flair's good name alive to Mickey fucking James. Uh, Every week you guys have been there, um, having a good time, putting great content out there, and uh, couldn't ask for anything more. Uh, you guys, you know, pre- persevered, uh, each time, you know, bumping the road, you guys get stronger, you get better and, uh, expect to see another hundred out of you and, uh, many more good things. So keep it up and, uh, see you guys in two years at episode 200. Peace. That was the one and only Peteopolis. You can find him at Peteopolis. That is P-E-T as in Pete. Opolis, all one word, or as our boy Joe would call him, Pedopolis. Speaking of Joe, a stranger around these parts lately, I saw on social media that Joe's going through rehab and stuff like that after having the surgery. So we're wishing you a speedy recovery, Joe. We are all pulling for you. Kick ass in your rehab. And that's from boot to the face. Yeah, saw he was doing his uh, strutting stuff over there. Uh, looks like he's getting it back in. So good job. Keep up the hard work. I'm sure it can't be easy. Um, but, yeah, our thoughts go out to you in, in that recovery, and, and it all goes well. And, Pete, appreciate it, brother. We love you. Uh, always have. Like I said earlier, there is not a single person 
who's been a bigger advocate for boots to the face than that man right there. Like we've, we've had this discussion before family, friends, you would think they'd be our top supporters, but when it comes down to it, our number one supporter is Petopolis week in week out since day one. Um, and it doesn't get any better than that. So, Pete, for all you do, for not just us, man, for the wrestling community, the wrestling Twitter first, uh, our network of wrestling shows that we all band together. Uh, I mean, we wouldn't follow I, – I don't know about you, but I probably wouldn't follow as many people as I do or be connected or networking with as many people as I do if it wasn't for Follow Friday or all these follow, rest, follow back wrestling weeks and days and that Pete used to post all the time because, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to say it now. The architect of the fucking network that we have is Petopolis. Like that some bitch posts and shares and tweets and retweets and and just comments on everybody's show. He he literally listens to us all. Not and you know he's not just somebody who just hits the retweet button. He always leaves it with a comment of something from that show. And it's not something from the big first few minutes, nothing from the middle, nothing from the end. It's just stuff from throughout the entire show. And does that for everybody. So the architect himself. The ginger we love, Petopolis. Thank you for all that you do, not just for boot to the face, but for wrestling. You, tr- you sir, are a true gentleman. Second ginger we love, because the one from Gilligan's Island, she was pretty dope. Pete would recognize that that reference because Pete's one hundred and fifty-seven years old. I was I was a Marianne guy myself. Of course you were. <laughs> Simple bastard, you. Of course you like Marianne. <laughs> Look, most people that listen to this podcast are like, what the fuck are they talking about? Ginger, Marianne, who the fuck is Gilligan? You want you know, full fucking circle. What was what was the the thing about the well Gilligan's Isle? A three hour tour? Guess what, bitches? Fucking pour up and sit back because this shit ain't stopping. Pete, as Marty said, we love you, man. You are everything that is right about wrestling Twitter. No negativity ever. I'm sure Pete sees shit and is like, what the fuck? But Pete's a fucking grown up. He's not. I, like I, don't, I don't know about no negativity because I've gotten some pretty uh, brash. And That's because you besmirched the good name of Richard Fleer. First of all. And his daughter, Charlotte. First of all. First of all. I get shit from Pete when I didn't even say ne- anything negative about Ric Flair. It's the way you were looking. Comments. You, it was the look on your face when Ric Flair's name was brought up that Pete can't see, but he can feel because he has no soul. <laughs> Fair enough. He's like Fair a, enough. He's like a fucking, I was going to say a warlock. He's like a sorcerer. Like he can feel. It's the same fucking warlock and sorcerer, the same damn thing. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. Warlocks are sorcerers, are like witches. They're all, sorcerers are they're like it's another term for like witchcraft, bro. I thought warlock was like a troll. No, dude, you just changed my life. I had no fucking clue. I thought a warlock was like. Did you a, ever not? Did you never play like uh, like Heroes of Might and Magic and shit growing up? No, I, I'm no Marty. I was out getting pussy. I mean, I was like ten years old, so well, I'm a bit older than you. A man, look at a man who practices witchcraft and sorcerer. You're welcome. What do you call a man who was getting laid while his buddy was out being a fucking warlock? First of all, while you were getting Chris on, Rucker, you're, while you were getting called. laid, what eighteen years old? I was ten, motherfucker. I'm not eight years older than you, asshole. Don't you try to make me wish that evil okay. did on me? Eighteen. I was thirteen years old. I'm five years old. Okay. than you now. I, you are. I just turned thirty three. Motherfucker, I'm, you you look. For I'm the same age as your wife. What? 
My oh yeah, my wife is young. She's a young tenderoni. As Michael Jackson would say, she's a PYT. Pretty hope, young thing. You all can't see this right now, but I know that that, that broken squad PA is hitting the spot because I don't I'm not, I, he's, I know he's gonna say he's tired, but this son of a bitch looks like he just drank six beers and his eyes are drooping right now. My eyes are always Rucker. I got Asian eyes. You were no no no. You were wide eyed and bushy tailed when we started this shit. Man, it is late. It's nine forty five on the East Coast. I'm thirty eight years old, Marty. I fucking <laughs> I've already done my early bird special. I played two rounds of pinochle. Like it's time to tuck the shit in. <laughs> so what we're gonna do That's what she said. My, Marty's exactly right. I'm at a broken skull <laughs> IPA, so we need to take a break and I'm gonna go make myself another drink. Boot to the face episode one hundred. 100. Be right back. Hey, it's Rich Davis from Cavino and Rich. And how do I put this? All right. I'm like Mr. Perfect Kurt Hedig and Chris Rucker. You're sort of like the gobbledygooker. All right. All right. How about this? I'm like Ric Flair. You're like the Red Rooster, Terry Taylor. All right. How about this one? Um, I'm like the Hulkster and you're like Jim Powers. All right, I got one. Uh, I'm like Demolition, and you're like, I don't know, Power and Glory. Chris Rucker, Rich Davis here again from Kavino and Rich. Uh, One more for you. Uh, If it comes to old school women in the WWF, WWE, um, see, I would get girls like Miss Elizabeth and Wendy Richter, and I see you with, like, Fabulous Moolah or Sapphire. That's about right. First off, Rich, <laughs> if I was with the fabulous Moolah, I'd have a gang of hoes because apparently she was a pimp. And ain't don't you ever besmirch the good name of Sweet Sapphire. Because the last time I cried in professional wrestling was when the million dollar man paid her to turn on Dusty Rhodes. That shit break, broke my heart, Marty. You probably weren't watching back then. But sweet Dusty Rose used to come out and he would do his little dance with his polka dot britches on Marty. And he had this black sassy woman named Sweet Sapphire. And they were just together. And it was great. It was perfect. Because, you know, Dusty thought he was black back in the day. And had a black quote unquote girlfriend. And Million Dollar Man, what he used to say? Everybody's got a price. And one sad night, he paid Sweet Sapphire. And she turned on American Dream Dusty Rhodes, Marty. And it broke my fucking heart. You know, speaking of American Dream, might as well talk the American Nightmare. Did you watch AEW this week? What do you want to talk about? That belt? Well, one, the belt. Which Here's what my thoughts are. The belt's not done yet. It's not done yet. All the motherfuckers did was change it out to a gold plate. If the belt weren't done, why why was there two of them? Can you tell me they couldn't do that shit four months ago? Secondly... It's about fucking time that Scorpio Sky is on TV. And would this not have been the perfect time to put that fucking title on him? Holy shit. If you mm, – I'm so pissed off about that. Like they – dude. He didn't even get a handshake after – as soon as he lost. Bro, he got Lee, shit talk. Man. Fucking Cody had a shit talk and belittle him and everything. Like are you fucking kidding me? Like – the last year and a half through Ring of Honor and New Japan, everything, like, 
the the SCU has been like in with the elite. You know what I mean? And then you're gonna go treat him like that. Like what the fuck, Cody? Like fuck that shit. And this was the perfect opportunity for them to put the belt on on Scorpio. There's like seriously, if you want to make somebody when Cody's been as dominant as he has, he has been to put the new title on 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 Scorpio would have been fantastic. Now, if they go next week and they fucking give the title to Brody Lee, I'm gonna be pissed. Also, Brody Lee, I fucking love this version of Brody Lee. I do. Like wait, WWE, wait a minute. Him. How how are you pissed off if he wins the belt? But you because love this I want version. Scorpio because I wanted Scorpio to win it. Now, if Scorpio's on the picture, then I'm all for it. But no, he's out of the picture. He lost. He's going back no, to no, AW Dark. He wasn't. That's some bitch going back Sunday Night Heat. Like he's not getting the title anytime soon. So bullshit. And then Kazarian was sitting in the in the audience like just nothing during a tag team match. Like, if you want to talk about people who have been like like shit on since since the beginning after they got like they were given the titles at the beginning and then they kind of have fallen off like nowhere. Oh my and god, Braun shaved his head. Breaking news. Well then. Braun, when he's, is he, when he, when so he, you know, you know, Pokemon, how there's like the little version and then like the bulked up version. Yes, you got Champa. Oh my god! And then Braun. I'm so glad you said that. I think I've talked about this on the Chris Rucker show before. So I only smoked weed for like a year and a half of my life. Right? Wow, that's it. Yeah, I really, I'm not a weed guy, but I remember I was high as giraffe pussy one time watching Pokemon, and. <laughs> And like Squirtle and this really big version of Squirtle was there, like you know, you, cannons you know what the episode I'm talking about where like they had nope, giant. Okay, so there was like Pikachu and then there was giant Pikachu and then there uh-huh. was like Squirtle and then there was giant Squirtle and they have subtitles. Pokemon never had subtitles, and the whole time I'm watching this, I'm high, so nobody ever believes me when I'm talking about it. So like P- Pikachu and Squirtle were sitting there, and giant Squirtle walked up, and Pikachu was like, "Hey." You need to go talk to him. And Squirtle was like, why would I talk to him? He was like, y'all are related. Like, look at him. Y'all look just like each other. Only he was saying Pikachu, Pikachu, but the subtitles. Pika, were like, Pika. Anyway, so, yeah, that was. Uh, no, I've always thought, too, like, even, even in WWE, what was it? Um, it's like, if you were to put three people in place, because, like, some of this, some of the Pokemon, there's three versions of them, you know? And you have, like, Ali, Seth, Seth, uh, Seth Rollins. And then Drew McIntyre. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Somebody out there is going to listen and be like, I remember that episode of Pokemon. No, you didn't. We were smoking the same shit that day. That shit never, <laughs> happened. That shit never happened. <laughs> Just say no, kids. Just say no. I know, so, never mind. Continue. I don't even remember what we were talking about. Like, I'm drunk. We never record uh, at night. This was fun. It is. Maybe it's a it good is. thing that's we why, don't record. That's why. That's, that's how why we got to episode one hundred. We stopped recording. We stopped. <laughs> well, look at that. We stopped recording at night like a year ago, and we've been doing this shit ever since. <laughs> As we both stop talking and take a drink, because that's fucking audio gold right there. Damn right. You were saying something about Cody. No, nah, it was just that was just my thoughts. Like the one the title, and then there was a perfect opportunity. Mm-hmm. But then to put the belts on, on co on, on Scorpio, but you know what? This week, I think this week was probably my favorite week of AEW in a long time. Um, AEW has been really good for a while now. You know what? 
Gotta give a clap. Give that clap to the man himself. Freshly squeezed. Getting that win over Jericho. Orange Cassidy gets the win. Despite with all the, the Jack Hager bullshit, he fucking kicked out of that one. Dan Rowdy did. Um, finally, got some clarification. We're finally going to go on the road to FTR versus the Bucks without jeopardizing Hangman. Um, looks like he's against them now, too, for the this week at least. So hopefully that continues. Uh, and then look at this week. Then this week, the, here's the interesting you want you know what WWE are always get shit on for oh they're doing this because of of this and they're doing this because of AEW. Well, guess what? AEW next week's not on Wednesday night. AEW next week's on Saturday night. I wonder why. Because Takeover is the same night, and then you got Summer SummerSlam the next day. So if you want to talk about AEW's counter program in WWE. I'm just saying, there's no other reason why AEW shouldn't be recording on Wednesday night. Am I right? They couldn't. They couldn't air on Friday. They had to counter program against NXT. Is that what on you're a saying? Pay, on a pay per view style dynamite? Oh my god, that's if, exactly if, what if I'm this saying. This would have been WWE doing this and stop the press. Like we, we gotta figure. We gotta fucking talk. Vince is a piece of shit. How dare him put something on up against AEW? But when AEW does, eh, the playoffs are on. Exactly. Now, let me guess. Next thing you're going to tell me is that AEW cut a bunch of wrestlers and nobody's talking about it. Oh, what? Oh, yeah. They that, that is. You know what? You hit a thing right there. That's right. AEW released three superstars this week. Given they're saying it's because they're in the UK, which understandable they can't travel over there. But why? Why cut them if they're not getting paid? Why in the middle them? of a pandemic? How exactly. you going to cut somebody in the middle of a pandemic? So they cut three people this week. They cut Jimmy Havoc, which I think we all saw that one coming months ago. Uh, they cut B Priestley. And then they cut – oh, shit. Why am I blanking right now? Do you recall the third one? Yes. Who's the third one? Sadie Gibbs. Oh, Sadie Gibbs. That's right. Sadie Gibbs. So they cut three people. I mean, three's not uh, a yeah. lot, though. Three's not like the 74 people WWE cut. Three Speaking is of- a lot when you're when you're hold on we're gonna get there. Three is a lot when you have a lower a shorter roster. True, the percentage is about the same. Exactly. But speaking of WWE people who were cut and released, we had an AEW debut this week. How did you know I was about to talk about Mike Kyoto? Say mine here, man. Say mine. It's like we've been mine. doing this shit for a hundred episodes. Damn right. I like Mike Kyoto. I always have. I love Mike Kyoto. I, I ever since he first started with the WWE, I love that guy. He's always been one. He's always been my. He actually, you know what? Yeah, he's been my favorite referee since I started watching wrestling. Like, or, or we watched started watching wrestling again twenty years ago. So, speaking of AEW referees, we talk about Aubrey Edwards all the time about how she just annoys me. Like, I was such a fan of her at the beginning, but now even like. Even though she almost like poses as she's standing there. Like if you just watch a match with her in it and just watch her mannerisms, like she'll walk around and she'll like pop her hip out. Like she's on Instagram. She's doing like the bodybuilder like pose. Like she's just walking around, like stands right there. I know exactly what you mean. She does it all the time. And she does it to where she like cuts off wrestlers too. Yeah. I don't know why it bothers me, but it does. But she posted some thirst trap stuff earlier. If you want to go check that out. 
on her Instagram. I don't know. What, I'm not saying what social media it was on because I don't remember where I saw it. But if you're into that kind of thing, looking at referees in the sexual way, then that's what you go do. I don't do that. I think all refs matter. So I'm not looking at stuff like that. Apparently you are, though, because you just got really quiet. I'm listening to you talk. That's what a good co-host does. He lets started, his counterpart your facial hair get his work like out. Flowing really heavily like you were breathing on it. I don't know what the hell. Oh, whatever. This guy. <laughs> this guy. I don't know what the hell just took place there, but, you know, it is what it is. But yeah, Mike Kyoto. Mike Kyoto. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I'm glad Which they got you him. You mentioned Aubrey. Here's the interesting big match for Jericho, and he had Kyoto in it. Which we've been saying for the last couple, the narrative for the last couple of months has been Aubrey does all the matches for Jericho, and now Kyoto came in and did the match for Jericho the other day. Um, so I thought that was pretty interesting as well. I don't think people really pay attention to that part, but I mean, we've had that commentary multiple times. The fact that Jericho is always having Aubrey refereeing his matches. You know, we get a lot of, I won't say backlash. We get a lot of feedback that says we're very negative on AEW. Which I don't agree with. I think we're. I think yeah. I think we praise the fuck out of AEW all the damn time. And I think we're just as critical of WWE. But people hear what they want to hear. Like if you're an AEW fan, you're only going to hear the negative about AEW, and you're going to hear somebody stroking WWE. If you're WWE, with if you're a Ric Flair fan, you're going to hear all the negative about Ric Flair, but you're not going to hear the one or two times we praise the son bitch. Yeah. It's- Probably only one or two times in a hundred episodes. We've shit on him hey, a lot. That's better, that's better than zero. Yeah, but we shit on Ric Flair a lot. Well deserved though. I, I mean, he's the he's the dirtiest player in the game. Yeah, till Randy Orton came along, hit him in the hit him in the nether regions. Oh, his balls! He went down. I like Orton, like whispering in his ear, like I'm sorry, Rick. <laughs> I'm about to kick you in the face. I'm the son that you wish you always had. Shit. And your daughter sucks. That, that I was about to say. I'm the son you wish Charlotte was. That would have been. <laughs> that would have been the fucking line right there. Like the fact that he was t- like he was talking about Charlotte and Charlotte this and R- and Randy that. Like the best line would have been for Randy to look at him and, and just in his face tell him, "I'm the son you wish Charlotte would have been." And boom, done. The fuck, Randy? Come on, man. Charlotte, man, I love that pump. Charlotte's Damn. looking. Uh, she's uh, yeah. I'm starting to like yep. Charlotte. She about to be my 17th favorite wrestler. Breaking that top twenty. There can you I, go. I wonder if I can name 16 female wrestlers I like more than Charlotte right now. I guarantee you, I can. This is episode 100. Let's see if we can do this. People, are y'all with me? Let's count. Becky Lynch, Mickey James, Bianca Belair, Tegan Knox, Naomi, Io Shirai, Britt Baker. I'm trying to think of her name. Deanna Perrazzo, Kara Hogan, Thunder Rosa. Deanna, Deanna Perrazzo, isn't she not the Impact Champion or yep, Women's Champion right yep, now? Damn yep, right. Yep, yep. Thunder Rosa. I've got through 10. I haven't even named Sasha Banks. Or Santana Garrett. Or Bailey. Mickey James. I did name Mickey James already. Oh, did you? Bailey. Santana Garrett. 
Zaya Zaya Lee. I do like Hikaru Shida. You're absolutely right. Uh, Big Swole. That's that's 16 right there. All I got to do is come up with one more. Can I come up with one more? Of course. You got it in you, man. I'm pretty sure I come up with one more. Peyton Royce. I even like Billy Kay more than I like Charlotte. I mean, fucking, I'm not gonna lie. I love, I love me some Liv Morgan. How do you not like Mon- Mandy Vega? Rose? Mandy Rose, oh, old dudes, Lena Vega look good this week. Holy hell! I'm not talking about in ring ability, Marty. That's what I'm talking about. She looks sure. good in her match this week. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure you are, dude. That dude, did you not see her this week? No, her and her and Bianca actually did a really good match. That's what I I'm saying. Like I their chemistry uh, was fantastic. I wasn't excited about how. I thought it should have been a lot more one-sided because Bianca's just so much bigger than she is. But Zelina's I think that's good, man. Zelina's really that's good. What, you know Her what time? I liked about it is that it let Bianca look like the powerhouse, but it let let Zelina Vega look like the the wiry, spidery kind of just like the technician. Uh, and like she, she reminded me a lot of AJ, uh, AJ Lee as far as like being able to move around her opponent like that. So she wasn't in there to be the, you know, full-blown, you know, pounding ground. She was in there to be, like, the, the wrestler and, and that, that kind of thing. And I think it showed the difference of uh, technique they both have. And I think that's why it came off such a great match. I don't mean to be hyperbolic, but Zelina, at the size that she is, the athleticism that she has, I know she's good at being a heel. And she's good at being sassy and arrogant and just a bitch, for lack of a better word. But if they were to turn her face, the way she sells, the way she moves in the ring, she could literally be the female Rey Mysterio. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. I mean, she really could. Like, if they worked on that, I understand they got her with Andrade, and she's so good in the role she's in now. So I don't, I'm not trying to shortchange what she's doing as a heel. But if she was to ever turn face, the way she sells, the way she can move around in the ring – the way she could be the underdog. Just think, a heel Bianca versus a face Zelina. With Bianca just beating the dog shit out of her and her like rolling her up or something like that at the end. Like Rey Mysterio did Kevin Nash when they got ready to powerbomb him. Just like the... It could be good, man. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, no, I thought it was... I th- I enjoy. I actually really enjoyed that match. It was one, Yeah, I thought it was a great match. That's why I brought it up. But anyways, uh, did you name a 17th person? I named 20. Oh, did you go 20? Okay. It was at least 18 or 19. I think I was on 19. I needed one more. And I did Sadie Gibbs. That'll be my one more. Jamie Hyder, B. Priestley, uh, Amber O'Neill. All these people I enjoy more. You didn't, you, didn't, you didn't even say Heidi Katrina, man. Oh, I didn't. Oh, my gosh. Boom. We're going to have to see other people now. <laughs> Look at that. Almost 25. And we didn't even get to Charlotte. Boom. Just saying. It'll be a while before I get to Charlotte. Um, <laughs> Eric and Barry. I mean, it. for me, you got like the Beast to got throw up in there. Kira uh, Hogan. Uh, we didn't even throw fucking racist McTweak face in there. Tessa Blanchett. Um, <laughs> Lacey Von Eric. Fucking uh, <laughs> Michelle McCool. I can fucking bring back all the old divas. What's the girl's name that got this shit eat off her face by uh, the boogeyman? Jillian Hall. Oh, yeah. Fucking yeah. <laughs> Kelly Kelly. All of them are better than Charlotte. 
<laughs> Charlotte. I hope Charlotte never listens to this because I, I, I respect what Charlotte does. Like Charlotte's really fucking. Good. I just don't like her, but she is really good. She is super talented. So Charlotte, if you, like ever, if you ever, I don't like her character. Yeah, I feel, like, I feel like that's not who she is. I feel like that one hundred percent her character, and I just can't say in her character. Like if she were to ever come back, go on a, a long term absence. If she wasn't Ric Flair's daughter and she was just Charlotte, right? Or whoever her name would be by then. Same athleticism, same everything. Just change the personality over from being Ric Flair's daughter. She'd be a whole lot more likable. Oh, 100%. She, she probably wouldn't be a 74-time champion if she wasn't Ric Flair's daughter. But she'd be, yeah. Agreed, man. Agreed. Really good. Uh, can't, can't work the fuck. She's really good. Woo! Like, what the fuck was that? Did you know Ric Flair is your daddy and your ass can't woo? The hell going on? Wow. <laughs> like she had too many white claws. Wow. <laughs> oh, she's got that cowgirl hat up in the bar. <laughs> Andrade back there, like, see, mommy. See. <laughs> we might need to end this episode because I'm we're gonna zoom later with some some people. Are you down with Zoom? Let's do it, man. Let's do it. So, Marty, let's give some shout-outs for episode 100. We've been shouting out people the entire episode. You know what? Before we do shout-outs, how the fuck have we gone an hour and a half and we didn't even tell people where you can find us because we got so fucking excited. If they haven't found out where to find us at now, how are you listening? Yeah, but not their not all their family. Here's the thing: there's some people out there who don't have iPhones. There's some people out there who don't have Google. Oh, there's some people. people out there who <laughs> shout out. James. <laughs> uh, anyways, you know what? You can find us. You can share us. You can tweet us. You can retweet us. You can like us. Subscribe us. Do what you do. Tell your friends and family about what you heard here. A boot to the face. Actually, maybe don't tell them everything you heard about boot to the face. But no, tell them about. Definitely don't the tell face. them about dick arm guy. No, don't. Unless they're into that thing. Your grandmother does not want to hear about you waking up with a dick in your mouth. I can promise you. Your grandmother doesn't want to hear about that. <laughs> find us anywhere you find your podcast. Um, Google Play, iHeart, Spotify, uh, iTunes, Spreaker is our home, yes. full pass coverage. You can find us anywhere you download podcasts. You can find us on, on Instagram at boot to the face underscore as well as Twitter at boot to the face, whatamaneuver.net. Search boot to the face. You can find our store with a couple of different t shirts on there, styles, colors, and logos. Do what you do. Get us a shirt that you like. Support our show. Get the name out there because our name after 100 episodes, is still boot to the face. Couldn't have done that better myself. Marty, let's get to some shout-outs. Let's get the fuck out of here. Let's get drunk. Let's I got to give a shout-out to Buffalo Trace. I got that weed. This, this punk. Let's get it's fucking amazing. I still haven't found any. Oh, I'm about to send your ass something because hot damn, this shit's good. Mm-hmm. Send me some Buffalo Trace and I'll send you some Atlanta IPAs because I know how much you like them when you were here drinking them up in my fucking kitchen that night. Hold on. Don't make it seem like I was fucking like eating and drinking out of your house at home. I was doing you a favor because that shit was just sitting there. It was. I'm surprised. That is what it's like. Had I not drank around the top of the motherfucker. Had, had I not drank those, those IPAs two years ago, 
those some bitches would have been thrown away when you moved out of that house. Probably right. Exactly. So I saved you all favor. I did. I did got some favors there. I wasn't saying it as a bad thing. I'm just saying you like Atlanta IPAs. I got a couple more I can send you. I'm here. I'll accept. I will drink. I might um, even throw shout a out, in that motherfucker. Let me throw what? A cigar. Oh, Drew Estate. Okay. That's all I buy. Drew Estate. You know what? I have you had an American Rebel cigar yet? I have. I, as a matter of fact, I found when we went I to can't all find in, it out here. We went to All In. I bought like five of them, and when we were moving and we were unpacking, I found a bag, and I'm like, "What the fuck is this? It feels like a cigar." And I open it up, and lo and behold, there's an American Rebel cigar in there. Now, I will tell you this: not my style. Good, good cigars, but I'm more of a like I like the. The coffee flavored cigars. I like the. I like a sweeter cigar. I don't like the strong shit. Like, so I like the strong shit. Kind of like my alcohol. Like, I like. I like a little bit. Pepper, yeah, you know. I like to put a little Coke pepper. Zero in in there with my bourbon. As some people like you like to drink it neat and and bitter. I got a question. Your coffee. Do you drink that shit black, or do you add cream and sugar in it? I don't put sugar. I do put cream. Put creamer. Okay. I figure. Just asking. You know what? I think I we've seen where we are. I drink my coffee black. I drink my whiskey straight. It's gross. It's not though. This is the thing. There's if you were to go and just get like a regular like Folgers dark roast. Like I drink dark roast too because it's easy to cook or easy to make while I'm like getting ready in the morning for when we record. Mm -hmm. But like I also buy like I'm at work and in my my Keurig K cups. I have like quality coffee. You know what I mean? Like I get flavored dark roast, like different from different areas, different countries. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I'm a bit of a snob when it comes to coffee roast, and I will get the good quality shit that it doesn't taste like if like you just got Folgers and threw that in the coffee maker. Like it's legit. Like the beans itself have its own flavor already, not hazel, nothing like that, but like the aroma of the way the beans are prepared like that itself. And that's where I, when you made, you make them right. Like that's how you, that's the flavor you get. Um, and that's why I drink it like that. And I, if it, you know, I, I don't think I've had Splenda or anything. You no, know? man, I haven't put anything in it. So here's the thing. My first cup of coffee I ever had, I snuck it out of my parents. Like my grandparents were down visiting. And at that point I was in high, high school. I was like, I don't know if I'm supposed to be drinking coffee or not. So I went like, I snuck like, poured a little mug and went to my room. I just threw like coffee and, and creamer in there. I'm like, yeah, I think this is enough. And I went back and it was fucking disgusting. And then I went to school, like my like freshman year of call uh, high school. And they had like cappuccino in like the, the lunchroom. And that shit, I used to get that every morning. And that shit was horrendous. Like, holy hell. Talking about sweet. No, thank you. Uh, but yeah, dude, as soon as I got older, like even back then I used to drink, mix my whiskey. And then as I got older, you know, Whiskey straight, whiskey neat, coffee black, cigars strong and dark. I, yeah, I just, I love that. Like, I don't, I guess I'm a, I'm not going to say I guess I'm, I'm more of a purist when it comes to those items. And I like the purity of those items without them being so much tainted items. Tainted meat. Tainted. I just watched that episode like a couple months ago. Oh, shit. Tainted meat. Tainted meat. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know the best thing about that guy. Like, that's the same guy. He's like, man, my mama did tell me the same thing. Aren't all mamas the same? He's the fucking punter and the field goal kicker and water boy. I fucking love it. Let's get to some speaking shout outs, Martin. Speaking of punters, 
Okay, go on. Never mind. Go ahead. Get your shout outs in. Let's get that later here. Oh, uh, shout outs. Uh, like I said, we've been getting them all day. You know, um, get some extra shout outs. We give Talkamania doing the favor uh, with both, you know, Dez and Jay Vama, Talkamania, Eric and, and Barry at doing the favor, JP and Josh at, um, at Irish Whip, who he just texted me back, by the way. Uh, but then everyone else, Petopolis, who, you know, Chaos 3, Mike Farrell, uh, you know, RJ Krasinski, and all these guys who have been there from day one and supported our show and shared us, liked us, EJ Reed. You know what? Hey, EJ. No body shaming here, brother. No V-neck shaming here. <laughs> it is. Uh, don't be hitting me up in the DMs talk about body shaming you, brother. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, no, do you know, all those guys, um, Adrian Ruiz, you know, all those guys who have supported us from day one, DC. Like us, shares DC. Yes, man. Like that guy alone. Uh, another guy we met through the Kavino Rich show. I've gone, I've, you know, met up with him at new Japan events. Like that guy is the shit. Like, you know, all these guys who have been there for us from day one, listened to us, supported us, shared us with others, bought our merchandise. You know, I'm going to give a shout out to my parents. Like, they have bought, they have been a strong supporter for us. They listen to our show. They have bought our t shirts. Every wait. time we put a new shirt out. Your parents listen to this? Oh, my parents listen to it. You could have told me that before I talked about Dick Arm Guy. I don't know. My parents, it's like 100 episodes in. If they're not aware of Dick Arm yet, <laughs> That's their own fault. First off, Mr. and Mrs. Vasquez, I sincerely apologize. I had no clue y'all listened. I really did. I am not like this normally. Your son brings this out of me. So, (laughs) and they're not going to deny that. They're like, yeah, he's. (laughs) If you're going to blame anybody, blame yourselves because you raised him. So it's (laughs) you guys. No, no, it's, oh, that's fantastic. Your parents listen, though. That's you know, funny. not only them, all the people in my life over the last couple of years, um, you know, who have supported us, listen to, let me record while they're there. You know, it's I know it's not easy being with someone who's always talking wrestling, who's always watching wrestling, and always recording. Um, but we do what we do; they allow it to happen. So again. Everybody who listens to us and supports us from the bottom of our hearts for the last 100 episodes, for the last two years, thank you. It's appreciated. Buckle up because, like I said before, this bitch ain't stopping, and we're going to keep it coming. I would like to send a shout-out to a lot of people. Everybody you just named, Marty. Uh, Robert Greer, who's another Covino and Rich listener that – always shares our stuff and talks about us. I don't even know if he, I, I want to think that was him that sent us that I'm going to, I'm going to tweet him and ask him. Um, like I said, DC earlier, Marty, you forget the female listeners. We got, we got women that listen. Now we got Sheena that listens to us. Tata listens to us. Tara, the good sister listens to us. Like you gotta, you can't forget about the ladies, Marty. I apologize. Uh, yeah. You know, Yeti's, Yeti's girl is always sharing and tweeting us. True. Uh, Got you know, I also got I got the one out to Robert Costas too because I, I I mentioned him earlier today, but I didn't mention him right now. You know that dude, he's my New Japan brother, man. Like if I want to talk to New Japan with somebody, I know he's there. Uh, the best yeah, parenting advice ever was from Robert Custis. Zoom meet number one, yes, boot to the face. I will not say that. We're not going to repeat it. You should. It was man. the best. I, if it only had been, never mind. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> Robert, but, damn, Robert. If that if ever, oh. 
man, that line right there was a line. I'm going to tell my son that one day in 14 years. I'm going to tell my son that same fucking device. Robert's another one that called in when we used to do our uh, our shows. I think we were doing like a women's show, and he called in and brought up Mickey James' name. So, Robert, I hope you enjoyed the Mickey James interview. When she brought up Richmond, Virginia, I, I told him I wanted to shout him out, but I tried to keep it like semi-professional, even though I was cussing all the time. And <laughs> tell you something. How about I shit on Mickey James' bell bottoms? Like when she was talking about her gear, and I was like, I fucking hate those. Like I told myself, I love her Look, like I told myself in 2004. Goddamn it, if I ever talked to Mickey James, I got to tell her these bell bottoms are trash. And I was all over it. And after I said, it, I was like, What are you doing? Because she was like, No, it's fine. You ain't gotta like it. But yeah, so Robert Custis, I wanted to show obviously I didn't make her too mad because she wished she happy birthday. <sighs> Be still, my heart. Continue. I was sorry. I was <laughs> got a little carried away. I, know, so I, 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 I had to break that ball well, right <laughs> Damn, my body, my spirit left my body just then. Oh Good thing God. we're recording, like we're watching video of each other. Because if not, back in the day when we're just like talking, <laughs> you would like, thought I died or something. <laughs> there? Did, did our phone die? Just die out right now? Or our service go out? What the fuck? Uh, shout out to Fully Posable, Jeff and Scott. They shout us out all the time been getting our name right lately jeff constantly like dms me on facebook i talk i talk to him a lot really cool uh you know they i think i've said this before for the demographic that they're in the wrestling figure demographic they're like the godfathers of all that shit and for them what? they're the demo gods <laughs> for them to you know, and I'm not just talking about us, like doing the favor they put over all the time. RJ, they put over uh, positively pro wrestling. They put over like they don't have to do shit like that. You know what I mean? Like. They go out of their way to bring other people up to their level with them and just just to get eyes on other people. And that's that's greatly appreciated. Um, we talked about doing the favor. We talked about Talkamania. I'm trying to make sure we don't leave anybody out. We did we say Topolis, We shouted him out. Did we get Tata uh, in there? We did Tata, Tatiana Miranda. Somebody's out there waiting on their name to be called, and they're like, "These I know. I feel, like, I feel not, like a dick. They better not end this there. episode." But Chick Foley show. Yeah, you know we gotta give them the love because they're always supporting us and talking to us. I know you know in the past they've hit us up. Hoop, um, just a, from both the beginning. Of the Hoop, Hoop boys. Hoop, oh, both of them. But Hoop. You know, Hoop himself was one of the beginning guys to talk to us. Uh, and then I met him in, in Phoenix for Royal Rumble, hung out with him and his friends where I met Pauly uh, and, and, you know, JD, you know, those great guys. David Kyle, uh, Pauly B. Oh, Webb, Jay-Z Flair, that whole Seriously, group. Seriously, that, that whole group, right? That's a whole different demographic than, you know, and, and crew and, and just – just further than ever, Jay Z. The fact he's been on our show multiple times, you know, filling for me when I couldn't be here, uh, and just to do interviews, just fantastic. They're new to the show; they've been doing it for a few months now. Um, yeah, man, there's this just so many people had me on his show and had the balls, Marty, to say you only get to pick one. One night with Mickey James and the Dallas Cowboys win the Super Bowl. Ooh, fuck that! Because I, I tell you who I'm picking. 
And I, I, I'm not even, if even if I was a Cowboys fan, I'm telling you who I'm picking. Listen, I'm, I have I'm, sex I'm, all the time I'm, with a very hot woman. The Cowboys have won Super Bowl since 95. I'm picking the Cowboys, okay? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry. That's just how it is. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it, man. Episode 100, Marty. We fucking did it. We did it. A lot of podcasts do don't make it to 100 episodes. Dude, seriously. A lot of, let's put it this way. There's a lot of podcasts that will make it out of the first year. Um, we did it, man. Now, the first year was something big for us, um, especially with everything that we had at the end of that first year, um, for you specifically. Uh, but to come back stronger than ever for season two, um, this is episode three, uh, episode 100, two-year anniversary. This is officially the end of season two. Season three will be right back at you with 101. Uh, we got a lot of shit coming on the plate for you guys coming out of the pipeline. But we couldn't have done this for as long as we have. It wasn't for those of you who were listening. So I'm not going to lie. I've done podcast shows. I've done a wrestling show for a year and a half before I, uh, you know, I retired that show. Um, but when there's no movement, there's no reason to do it just other than talking about it. And the fact that we have the interaction that we have, we miss, I, I, I know I can speak for Chris when I say this, but we miss the days when we were on doing live call-ins and yep. that kind of stuff. Um, just we wait. Might be coming Hang back. On. Be patient. Boot to the face line is coming back for you. We ain't going nowhere. I'm excited. I know Chris is excited. I hope y'all are excited nowhere. for this shit right here. We ain't going nowhere. We can't be stopped now because it's boot to the face for life. We ain't going nowhere. Boot to the face episode 100. Chris Rucker, Marty Vasquez. For the 100th time saying peace. Later. <laughs>